But we got to go back to Emerald City. That's right. 2021, I was at a meeting with so many damn people, and Jeff, you were there. Yeah, I mean, listen, we, there was, there had to be at least 40, 50 people because the meeting took place in a very public space. It wasn't okay. even really a meeting. It was like a get-together. We had dinner, A gathering. And then members of different groups all gathered together. And it's important to kind of paint this picture. We're at a bar. Dinesh and some bad idea peeps are there. Um, Jack DeMeo was there. Ryan was there. We had like the whole crew there. My dad was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Shortbox was even there. I mean, there was a lot of people in this one bar, 50 plus people. And there was this very funny, conceptually funny item being passed around. And it was a 9.8 CGC slab, an invisible comic book. That one right there. Right here. This is the actual copy. I believe it was because we're going to get into census counts. But we have in my hand, Comic Fam, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, or iTunes, I am holding a CGC slab, as is the Golden Age Guru, as is Russ Bright. All of us have an invisible comic in our hand. I, I, I think I lost mine. Did you freaking lose yours? It's right there, dude. I told you to like keep it out. No, it's no, tough no. to yes. There you go. It's, it's it a butch hair on it. So we're Jeff. Let's let's paint the picture. We're 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 chilling, chilling with homies. We'd be drinking, and then the energies just lifted up, didn't it? Okay. So yes, and let me explain that because I was there before you, and I had been doing my social floating around at the bar. Plenty of libations. Everyone's having a great time. This is post convention now. It's in the evening. We're having a blast. Right. You guys walk in, take a seat, and there's a little chatter, okay? Everyone's excited. Dinesh is in the house, like, whoop, whoop, bad ideas here. I start walking over, and that's I'm what, like. That, that's what you said. You said, whoop, 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 bad ideas here. That's the new marketing for a bad I go, idea. Yeah, I go over there because there's there literally is a little chatter and buzz, a little more excitement, new people in the space, and there's this comic, all right? And shout out to Stray Flexin because I think I saw in Stray Flexin's hands first there. And uh, I'm like, what the hell is that thing? So what was being passed around is this right here. I'm holding a 9.8 CGC slab. And we're joking before here, comic fam. I know, we're just joking. Take it easy. We're having fun here today. Conceptual funny is number one. What I'm holding here, as a matter of fact, like a reality, mm-hmm. is a 9.8 graded copy of a piece of plastic acetate with two staples in it and nothing on the inside. There's no pages. There's nothing here. It's all plastic in this case. And this is what it reads. CGC Universal Grade 9.8. Conceptual Funnies Number 1. Bad Idea. 1220. Invisible Edition. First disappearance in comics. Bad Idea created invisibility. And I don't have the only copy on the set. What do you have, Guru? When I was there, I heard that there was 9.8 available for sale. I was like, oh, that's dope. You know, everyone's excited for the 9. I was like, hey, so how many are there graded in this book? He's like, well, there is a 9, 9, there's a 10. And I was like, well, how much for the 10? Is it any different in price? He's like, no, same price. I was like, I'll take it. So quickly I jumped up and I was like, I will take the 10.0. So Guru is holding a Gem Mint 10.0 copy. And let me tell you the fun thing about this outside of that, it's done by my favorite artist too. 
Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, dude, you love this artist. Yeah, Thomas Gioreo, which I'm sure I butchered it, but he is my favorite artist. He can do that. <laughs> did the cover art to this. <laughs> it's so funny. And the other thing is, if you ever wonder what you look like, if you ever wonder what you look like in a comic, boom, this is how you do it. You just get to put it over your face. Now, this didn't stop here because Guru just spilled the beans. You purchased this. You weren't the only one. Because, you know, as soon as the guru grabbed it and we found out that these were in existence, we're getting into the experience of finding these for the first time. Russ, you had to get one yourself. I absolutely did. And for those of you that have been paying attention to what me and Tom have been doing for a while here, uh, you know, I love my low grade and I needed to get the low grade, lowest grade, complete copy. It looks I terrible, actually dude. got it really does. The staples rough. are terrible. It actually like, it really looks like they roughed up the staples and did something on this to make it look a little bit messy, but yes, a 1.0, the lowest grade, complete copy of the invisible comic book. I had to get it. And I have even heard that if you heat this up, it is readable. Oh my gosh. So I was thinking about <laughs> cracking it out and just running it with it. Cause it's a 1.0. No, I'm really not oh that worried God. about messing it up. Can you press it? Oh my gosh, he kids, he kids. We're gonna get into the prices on these, and um, we're, we're gonna blow your mind here because this is all gonna come full circle today. Because we're talking about crazy things people buy, right? Well, I'll tell you, my homies paid some crazy money for these things, and we're gonna get into that. But when this invisible comic was shown to me at that bar, I, f I saw something so silly. I saw it's really what it is, you know. We, I got a good kick out of it. Mm -hmm. I knew it was something special. The first thing you think of is, oh my gosh, CGC graded this? It is definitely one of these moments, right? You're right. like, wow. And then you think, oh, CGC graded this. Like, this is a thing that Dinesh was able to pull off. Like, that's kind of impressive. Like, they're in on this conceptual funny. And then you think, wait a minute, there's more of them? And then I saw the looks on all my friends' faces. I mean, there's a lot of homies, man. The comic fam is big. Yeah. And when this was getting passed around, what did you experience, Jeff? So I looked at it again as a promotional book. So when it said, when it's conceptual funnies, again, I think motion picture funnies weekly. I think a promotional book, a 10.0 is an option. I was like, oh my God, I can just buy my way into a 10.0 of a conceptual book potentially here. Everyone's buzzing about it. It's just a novelty. It's a fun thing that you think and that's actually out there now in a CGC holder. So it's more than just like something somebody put staples on and folded plastic and made it in their in their van. That, all right? that room was buzzing. That room was buzzing. There and were it, dealers laughing hysterically. Yeah, because it's more than like, you know, you think, okay, you're just putting on a show. You're like, okay, I'm just going to blow smoke up this, you know, multi-gajillionaire's bottom and just try to win him over when you're like, but this is genuine. You know, you're looking at these people and I know these people like they would just straight up either not be laughing or just think it's like ridiculous. These are serious dealers. These are people who yeah. have some expensive paper. So when they saw this, they were getting such an enjoyment out of it. And then I also can say that shout out straight flexing. He, he just like started throwing hundred dollar bills on the table. Didn't he? He did. He, He's he like, I, I want it. How much? And he, he pulls out another and another. And it was hilarious, comic fam. This guy pulls out $1,000, throws it on the table, and says, I need this 9.8. Because it was resonating, right? It was really like sinking deep to the mm -hmm. collectors, the dealers in this moment. And I'm seeing something special take place here because of the absurdity. But also what it symbolizes. 
what it means. This right here, we talk about expensive paper a lot, all right? We say it as a joke, but that's what it is. It sounds funny to say it, expensive paper, but that's, you know, we're talking about stuff that's nicknamed after precious metals that for some parts over the last couple of years has done better than precious metals as far as investments and stocks go. And this right here is a layer beyond expensive paper. It's not even paper. It's all plastic. It's see-through. It's conceptual. It is indeed funny. And both of you guys bought a copy. These comic books were advertised first after news broke on Bleeding Cool. They found a picture that I posted on Instagram. They called me a, what do they call me, a, a collector? They said, uh, seen um, on the Instagram of Comic Tom, a collector. Yes, that's what they said here. And yes, we have to read you the announcement when this came out because this would have taken place prior to the ending, quote unquote, of Bad Idea, mm-hmm. but um, post the release of multiple comic books. Like this would have right. been one of the final comics, quote unquote, that they released. Behold, the world's first and only invisible comic book, the Knuckleheads at Bad Idea Labs, then lost almost the entire damn run. In their defense, the comics are invisible. Thank goodness they invented the invisible comic book and not the invisible staple. Oh my goodness, hilarious. Well, after weeks of searching, we managed to locate just 34 solitary copies. The rest were afraid our loss for good. To ensure we don't lose them again, we immediately brought the 34 copies to the amazing people at CGC for grading and encapsulation. So, 34 copies exist on the census, and I looked them up today for filming, and there are only 34 copies. In every grade, including a .5, no 1.8, and a total of 11 9.8s on the census. So, there are more 9.8s than anything else, right? but all the rest of them were just per grade one in existence. I think, Russ, you can press yours to a 1.8. I, I, I'm going to work on a 1.8, actually. I think I can. If I could get that staple to be a little less mungy right there. Mungy? Mungy. <laughs> so what then took place was the availability of them on the market. Mm-hmm. And prices were a make an offer for one of them, and they worked out the deal kind of behind the scenes and sold off the copies. And we found out that they were for sale, and I sent you both the information and you got in touch with bad idea because I didn't want one. I just didn't want one. I knew how expensive they were going to be and it didn't get me excited enough to say, you know what? I need to spend more than a thousand dollars on this. Cause I had a feeling it would be sold for over a thousand dollars. So I kind of touched on this already, but I heard what that one was selling for the nine, eight and I quickly committed to the 10, which wasn't even there. Technically, Stray Flexen actually purchased one. Like he reserved one for a yeah. thousand. So he set the, the price for that. Yeah, because that was a price he accepted. And I was like, and then I heard there was one, one, one nine, nine and one 10 L. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do a nine, nine, I'm doing a 10 L. I was like, okay, well, how much for a 10 L though? So like, you committed like right away and it made sense why you did it. Yeah, because I was going to buy one anyway. So I was like, I'll just buy one. Screw so what'd you it. pay? And so then the price for the 10L was also $1,000. So I was like, that makes absolutely no sense. But you said it. I'm going to be like, hell yes. Just uh, I'll pay you now. And he's like, no, don't pay me now. We got to go through the office. So I just stayed in touch and coordinated with him. And while I got my 10L and I got a letter. Oh, snap. Okay. So you actually got this first because I think Russ, 
you were the you were like on the fence a little bit or I was didn't. waffling. Well, because I had heard that what they were going to do was they were going to trickle them out slowly and they were going to have kind of like a bidding war thing with people who had already jumped through some special hoops to be able to apply to do a bad idea entry, right? And I didn't know how much I wanted to go through it. And yeah, yeah I was kind of on the fence, but, but Jeff was in. Jeff was in 100% from the beginning. So you would end up getting one, you know, because yep. you put your bid in too. There was, I think they were surprised of how many people were interested in yeah. them and hearing that already a couple went for a thousand, which probably because you put your offer in right away, you, you made your decision quick. The price started to move. Oh, big time. All right. So we're going to get to that here in a second, but you have, you, you get your 10.0, you get it first in the group and it came with a letter. Why don't you read them the letter? Yeah. Let me read you this letter here, guys. Like you said. And keep in mind, too, as you're reading the letter, we'll put a picture of it on the screen. The ink for our audio listeners, it starts to fade closer to white, like as if they're running out of ink to print the letter that came with this. Oh, yeah. This letter is extra special because it goes, it does follow the lead of the book. What would an invisible comic be without an invisible letter? To commemorate the release of the invisible edition of Conceptual Funnies. Ooh, invisible edition. I wonder if there'll be an uninvisible edition. Maybe. Of which there are only 34 copies and for which every copy is CDC graded. We're giving away copies of the visible edition of Conceptual Funnies number one. To get one, simply follow the instructions that follow. Use the mailing address listed below and don't miss the deadline detailed here forth. After this message is a large gap of space where I thought I might have to do something to get this to show writing. Cause I don't know how far bad idea goes. How bad is this idea? Is There's it a, horrendous? a blank space that, that tells you like the vital information is not there. Yeah. It's signed your pals. Bad idea. My pals would write with invisible ink. I held it to a candle. I urinated on it, hoping that it would release some type of scripture, Didn't. which it did not. I then had to press it and dry it. <laughs> I bet that stunk. Rapidly. It stunk, but the the The, the things you're making us dealers <laughs> do, and comic fam, hit the like button, slap the subscribe. Where are you getting this comic-themed content? Anywhere on the planet. Yes, and that was a bad idea, by the way. Which plays into bad idea. It does. Damn it, Dinesh. So this letter might have been a prank by Dinesh to me. Saving you guys all from it, so. All right, so Russ, you have a 1.0. I do have a 1.0. How much did you pay for your 1.0? Uh, so I ended up paying $1,000 for mine. And um, pretty much we knew that people were kind of bidding for them. And you could tell them what grade you were bidding for. And again, I shot for the bottom because I figured there would be fewer people looking for a lower grade one than the higher grade one. Sure. And then I was kind of waffling, like I said, and I said a thousand dollars and then I was like, maybe I don't want it. And the response I got was, well, if you don't want it, I'm sure someone will pay more for it. So that locked me in. At that point in time, I'm they like, They probably Fuck. wanted to get a little bit more because people started. I heard people paid like $3,000 for this comic fam. There was a confirmed eBay sale of a 3.5 for what? $2,400? Was That's that what right. we had on that? At the time of this filming. $2,500. Um, 25 listed. There's a 3.0 that's listed for 2,500. There's a 7.5 listed for 5,000. March 2022, a 3.5 sold for 
$2,200. Okay, so on the free market, after Bad Idea was even selling them, some eBay seller sold their copy, a 3.5, for $2,200. So again, in the open market, we've already seen one of these exchange hands. All right, so... I want to ask you now, Russ, what about this besides, like it sounds, I'm hearing a, a hint of FOMO in, in, in your description here. Was it just FOMO that made you want to commit? Because man, a thousand bucks, you could get a pretty damn cool comic for that. Okay. So th- this is one of those things. And if we really want to go into this, we're all in sales, right? And a lot of the people who are dealers in this market know that there's the sell the sizzle, not the steak idea. And sometimes it's not about what you're holding, it's about how it makes you feel. Sure. Right? And a lot of times a buyer will buy a variant cover because they like the Adam Hughes art or they like the art Adam's beautiful cover. They aren't buying it because of what's inherently in the comic book. They're buying it for a feeling. And in addition to going, this is kind of a cool idea. It's a very novel concept. There's that whole the emperor has no clothes thing, but we get to be a part of this. Yeah. And this is like, own it it's almost bit. like theater, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, this is an interesting thing. This is something cool. It makes me feel good about it. It doesn't matter that, it, you know, it's the first appearance of X and such or it's the first disappearance of anything. This makes me feel cool. So it's willing for, yeah, I'm willing to throw my money at something like this even though other people might go, dude, that's stupid. I like it. I think it's awesome. It's worth it. So buying something something that some people think is crazy. (laughs) Can I say say. something here? Being the only one here with a graded copy that doesn't have a period in it. (laughs) Oh my God. Do you feel better? (laughs) I Uh do. Do you feel cool? I do feel this Cobra Kai shirt. Is a little more inflated with my chest right oh. now because I walk around just, a little taller. Just sweep the leg, man. <laughs> it's like you got, you know, tattoos in your back pocket. You know, it's up, up, uh, it's upping your your self worth. Right. This is the AF fifteen of Invisible Comics, guys, or the maybe AF even 15. Action One of Invisible. Perfectly. Comics. I mean, this starts a new era because again, if we had the start of the Golden Age and the start of the Silver Age and the start of the Bronze Age, this is the start of the Invisible Age of comic books because we haven't had a new age in forever. It's been current for almost 40 damn years. And on so we might of, as well have the Invisible Age. Yes, and on top of that, let's talk about materials being used now for comics. We're <gasps> seeing metal comics. Right. We're seeing <laughs> acrylics. We are. I mean, people are using other composites, other materials to push this hobby in a different fashion. Carbon fiber. Publishing Carbon companies fiber. are already coming out and upset about the fact that there is such a paper shortage that they have to release and print fewer copies. Image has even come out and said they're not going to do second printings of the books because they don't have enough paper, so we might as well just make a plastic. Comic fam, this is the kind of stuff that you're here for. I hope <laughs> we made this make a little bit more sense. If it doesn't make sense, it's okay. Just trust us. But, but basically what we're trying to say is here that Russ and Jeff both spent combined two thousand dollars on a bunch of plastic. Now, I am indeed sitting here with a nine point eight. This is not my copy. This is a lucky member of the show's copy. In the future, comment down below. We're giving away a nine point eight invisible comic book. Wow. All you have to do is comment. Let me know what you think about this video. What do you think about the notion of you know, individuals in this marketplace buying something that many would think is crazy, but it's, it's, 
It's about the experience is what I'm hearing you say, Russ. It's mm-hmm. about the scarcity. It's, it's about the, the chance to own something that no one may ever get the chance to own again. Something that is a one of one for the examples that you guys have. Right. And I think that's a special thing. And I hope we can kind of break down a little bit of the psyche behind the collectible or the, the collector rather and, and make it at least try to make it a little more sense. Well, let's let's make this a journey for this book too. What is the the number on that label? What is the CDC number? Cuz as all of us watching this, you now can be part of this journey. If you ever see this book again with this number, who am I pop out on eBay? But we don't know what a copy in a 98, which is an extremely high grade for this book. It's not on GPA, <laughs> copy fam. There's only one sale on GPA and it's the one I told you, 35 March 2022 for 2200. Mm-hmm. So what is the number so we can all follow? Okay, 16273210301. If you are interested to follow the life of this 9.8 invisible comic book, what are the odds? I can tell you. It could be it's 50/50 that someone is going to get this from a giveaway. Well, it's going to be 100% they're going to get it, but it's going to be 50/50 if they even want to keep it. They may want to just sell it because it is so conceptually funny that they don't value it the same as maybe someone else would. And we can find out if a 9.8, this specific one ever hits the marketplace. Comment down below. Let me know what you think. Um, if you have any questions for the golden age guru for Russ, the comic sensei, um, where can they find you outside of whatnot? The links are in the description. Uh, Instagram, uh, golden age guru. Find me there. Same thing. Like we said on whatnot, golden age guru. Oh, yeah, Instagram as well, Comics on Instagram or milgeekcomics at gmail.com. Two fantastic ways to get a hold of me.